Boston Sports Syndicate. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate's Fire the Muskets podcast. This is the Syndicate's podcast dedicated solely to the New England Patriots and the National Football League. I'm Bill Travers. Thank you for joining us. And if you haven't heard from us for a while, uh, that could be because there hasn't been a lot of news to talk about with the Patriots or the NFL. It's been pretty quiet, but that all changed on Sunday night when some major, major news came down. So we decided to quickly get together and talk about it all. So joining me, my usual cohorts on this enterprise, our senior Patriots writer, Derek McVeigh. Derek, how you doing? Doing well, Bill. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. Also joining uh, Derek and I, James Collard. James, how's it going? It is good. I am glad we are together for some extra positive news. Some uh, behind-the-scenes info. James uh, was on the shelf for a little bit on the injured list. Uh, Glad to see he's uh, back up and around and joining us again to talk some Patriots football. And uh, with major news, we always have to bring in one more guy to to kind of balance out the conversation. So joining us here from the flagship podcast, Michael Travers. Michael, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I I am going to agree for once with James that I'm excited that we actually have some sort of news, something to actually talk about. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get right into it. Something other than coronavirus contingency plans. Yeah, yep. which which aren't even really news either, because the the contingency plan is I don't know what the plan is. Right, and we've been talking about it for two months, so it's not really right. news. So the right. news we've been talking about, in case uh, you haven't heard, is uh, on Sunday night the Patriots, uh, late at night, dropped the uh, announcement that they have signed Cam Newton on a one-year, $1 million contract with incentives that could bring the deal up to $7.5 million. Kind of a surprise. It seemed like they were content to go with the team of Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer, but uh, now Cam Newton's being brought in. So let me just put it out to the three of you. Do you like this signing? I'll, I'll, I'll take the first part of it. Character of Cam Newton, I was mixed feelings about him wasn't really a fan the player is fantastic and it shows that Stidham was not the heir that everybody said he was maybe not yet it's true because the deal is change with only incentives making the most money so but it's a it's a good business move and a good Patriots move. James has been rather outspoken in the fact that he does not think that Jared Stidham is the man moving forward. Um, so I, I was convinced that he was happy with this signing. So uh, Derek and Michael, I want to turn it over to you guys. How do you guys feel about this? Yeah, before I, I think before I jump on James, Derek, you go ahead since it's your guys' show. <laughs> before I get going on James, go go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, give it give your take. Yeah, I was just going to say what James said at the end there, that is a a business move. I mean, that's the main reason I like it, because it it really is super low risk with a very high reward. I mean, $1 million with the chance to, you know, get $7.5 with incentives. It's basically they're telling Cam, all right, you know, you've been you haven't played in a year. No one else wants to bring you in. You want to show the league that you still have it. Here's your opportunity and you're going to have to earn your money. And, you know, they didn't they had minimal cap room anyway. So it's not like giving him, you know, a million dollars is going to hurt them or like any other potential moves they can make. Um, So from the the financial standpoint, it makes perfect sense. Is it going to work out? Who knows? I'm sure we'll get into that later. But from a strictly business perspective, I think it's a great move. Go ahead, Michael. Isn't this just a perfect like th- like this is what the Patriots do. This is what the Patriots are like like a guy that I mean, just think about last year where they brought in Antonio Brown. It's like nobody really wanted to touch him. Nobody wanted it. No, like nobody, you know, 
I don't want to say nobody wanted him on a roster, but I mean, he was, he was a, a potential locker room issue and they just didn't care. And I mean, it, to, to get him for a million dollars and what is it, a million guaranteed and then incent- incentives to go up or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's a perfect, perfect, perfect bill. Belichick is smarter than everybody else. And I mean, everything just, it, it seems like, doesn't it kind of seem like everything just falls into Belichick's lap? Like there are how many teams in the NFL? 30, 31, something like that. 32. 32. 30, 30 teams did not want this former number one pick, just just the Patriots and the Browns, and nobody is going to pick the Browns over the Patriots ever. Like, it's, Cam Newton just fell into his lap. And I don't remember if it was on this show, our show, just in the group chat. We have too many things going on where everybody communicates. But it, 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 I said this months ago. As soon as he got released, I said, Cam Newton is going to be a Patriot. And all of you laughed at me. So quite frankly... Ha! Screw all of you. <laughs> I was right, and it, it, it just it. I mean, I didn't even. I thought honestly it would be something like Winston. What did Winston get? Three and a half, four, something like that. But yeah. to be a million—that is a joke. Like I said, former number number one overall pick, a guy who got drafted the same year as like J.J. Watt and and uh, A.J. Green and and uh, the Falcons receiver. Someone help me. Julio Jones. Julio Jones, all in this same draft class. Now, look, I understand the injuries. I understand, like, I understand the Super Bowl thing. I get it. But this is a steal. For a million, even at 7.5 to me, if he hits all of his incentives, which I'm sure they're asinine. If Brady signed an asinine incentive deal for the last three years or whatever it is, I'm sure his his incentives are asinine too. The, even at 7.5, I feel like it's a steal. Honestly, I, I really, really, like, I'm, I'm I, it, it's, it's, an incredible thing for the Patriots to have this this fall into their laps. So, first of all, who invited you on the show if you're going to come on and say, screw all you guys? Well, I needed the platform in order to do it. So, Jeez. thanks thanks, thanks for the – I mean, I can go. Thanks for the invite. But, I mean – but I mean, it, you certainly I, I'm pretty the pot, sure – That's for sure. I'm pretty sure it was like five minutes after he got released, I said he's going to be a Patriot. And everybody in our group – it had to be our group chat. Everybody in the group chat is like, no way, no way. Can't stand Cam Newton. Can't stand Cam – hold on. What's that? Now everybody likes it? What? I'm well, sorry, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's get there. Let's get there. I didn't think this would happen because of the salary cap, like Derek mentioned. I never thought that they could bring him in on a million-dollar deal. But you, you mentioned, Michael, that um, – it's a typical Belichick move, like Antonio Brown and some of the other guys he's brought in. How many of those have really, really worked out? Not too uh, many. Uh, Randy, Randy Moss. Okay, that's well. one. That's one. Uh, Antonio <laughs> Brown did one. not work out. <laughs> See, I think Antonio Brown would have worked out if 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 they. Who was who was they, the lineman that they brought in that was a total bust from the Redskins? Uh, Albert Hainsworth. Albert Hainsworth did not work out. Who was uh, the Dalius wide receiver? Thomas. Yep. Was it Dalius Thomas? Yeah, one? he had some flashes. He he was okay for a couple of years, but no, I, I think Derek hit the nail on the head, and he's got a great article that was just posted earlier on our syndicate website. Please check it out: www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. Um, it's a low risk, low reward. If you can bring in uh, a player of Newton's uh, caliber uh, for one million dollars, that that's a no brainer. But was it James? Were you did, was it you that said? The best quarterback, or, or you, you made some reference to Newton being the best, best something. I forget what it was, but I, I best available. I mean, it, well, he's he's the best available quarterback right now. If you ask best, me, best available, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I think what he is is he's an athlete. I don't know, uh, I don't know if the jury's in on him as a quarterback. I think he's probably the best athlete the Patriots have ever had at that position. I certainly, in, in all my years watching the team, can't think of a better overall athlete that they've had. And he, you can actually look into it. He's actually the mobile quarterback that the league is turning into. Oh, yeah. He so was – he started it. He was he, he was one of the first no. – other than Vic, other than Vic. I was going to say, Michael Vic, Vic, and there have been guys before that. But, yeah, I mean, but he to, was he was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson was Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but you realize that, that this dude is like – He's a house. He's six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. That is, he's a monster. He's he's he can run. He can throw. I'm sorry. The fact that he's not a court, like not that he's not a quarterback, but the the jury's still out on him being a quarterback. He's thrown for over three thousand yards in every single one of his full seasons. Granted, he didn't do it last year because he played in two games, so I don't even count that. 
three thought three at least I want to say it's thirty one, thirty two hundred yards in every single one of his seasons. That's nothing that's, in today that's nothing in today's NFL. With a running back though. He's got Christian he had Christian McCaffrey. Just he's the last been couple to a of Super years. Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. like this is no. this is a this is a no brainer. I don't yeah, think, but he's, I don't see how people could be upset with this. He went to the Super Bowl, what was it, two thousand fifteen when he was the league MVP? Is he still yeah, that is he still that same guy coming off of no. shoulder surgery and foot surgery? No, but if he was that same guy, you're not going to get him for a million. If he's that same guy, you're not going to get him for 7.5. This was a perfect, perfect, perfect alignment of what you needed. You needed a guy who had something to prove with talent, with an ability to to, to just change. Like, listen to how people are talking right now. They're fired up, whether it's positive or negative, whether they're for the move or against the move. They're fired. I mean, well, we I think they're fired up because they think they're getting 2015 Newton. I don't think not, I don't not, think that's the case. I think that he's just I, I, he's an athlete, like you said, and, and that's he's exciting. He he's going to be exciting to watch, and hopefully McDaniel's and Belichick can can adapt their system a little bit, so now he can run, he can do it, he can he can do what he needs to do. I I, I guarantee we're going to see less under center and more of a shotgun offense. I think we're going to see an RPO offense. Yeah, which which, which I which am not a fan scary. of. It it could be. I'm I'm not a fan of it, but I mean that's that's kind of like if you don't have a good passer, then to me it's like a gimmick. My impression this, does not this is reflect how little, that of the Boston Sports Syndicate are solely my own. This is how little I know about the Patriots' current rosters. James White's still on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James yes. White's gonna have a massive season then. Yep. Massive season. So from what I'm hearing, it sounds like you all think he's going to win the starter's job. Because he's being he's – being, I mean, they're going to say he's coming in to compete for a job. Belichick is not just going to hand him the job. He's going to prove that he's healthy. So it sounds like – He already has – this offseason, he's been working out with Mohamed Sanu. Who is in tremendous shape from what I've seen. <laughs> yes. So I, it's his job to lose. If we yeah, want to word it. that's that's a good way to put it, James. I mean, I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced that he'll win the starting job just because he hasn't played in a year. And like the the injuries do worry me. He's obviously the the most talented uh, quarterback in that room and is mo- the most athletic person on that offense now. And he's the type of athlete this offense hasn't had in years and have never had at the quarterback position. But his injuries. You know, shoulder, two shoulder surgeries, surgery on his foot. For a mobile quarterback, those are two significant injuries. So, I mean, if he is fully healthy and he's clearly motivated, you know, if you see what he's posting on social media. So, if he's fully healthy and, you know, locked in, he's the clear starter. Um, but I'm just not the, – the injuries give me a little bit of hesitancy. I think even if he's at 70 75% of fully healthy – He's he's your best option at quarterback, and he probably wins the job. I'd go down to fifty percent, honestly. I mean, the the dude is just such a he's such an animal. He's 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 an animal. You know, I mean, he's he, I don't I don't think it can be understated his ability to run and how fun it is to just just to watch that. I mean, it you haven't seen it in twenty years a quarterback. I mean, maybe even longer than that. I don't think Bledsoe could really run either. But you you, you haven't seen it in twenty years where you can like just think about watching how fun. Uh, Deshaun Watson is to watch and how fun Cam Newton when he played for the Panthers was to watch and uh, Lamar Jackson how fun those um, Patrick Mahomes mobile quarterbacks who can also throw now the injury sure I'm I'm with you on that one Derek I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you but I just think it's going to be entertaining and it's and it improves the Patriots chances to win this season I mean I'm not saying that they're now the favorite to win the Super Bowl of course not I'm not delusional like some people James and I, I but I mean it helps it helps I mean you have to be the favorite in the east now if I don't I don't know if you were before but you kind of still have to be the favorite now in the east wouldn't I mean it just he gives you a better chance to win and I, I think it's going to be fun to watch I think they're the favorite in the east now which I did not think that before this signing yeah so yeah, I mean I, it, I thought we were looking at maybe a six to six maybe eight tops wins this coming season i think now he can easily bring you up to nine or ten i mean this should also be a perfect scenario for everything james has been saying for the last i don't know 
four or five months at nauseum. And, you know, you can't just hand the job to Stidham, can't just hand the job to Stidham. And now now the kid has something to prove. I mean, it, it's his job to win, I guess. But but I mean, now that this is what you wanted, James, a competition for the quarterback position. Does, yep. does the kid have something to prove or does this take the pressure off of him? Now he's no. he's not the guy to follow Tom Brady. It's Cam Newton. And Stidham can just kind of sit back and take another year to develop. Yeah, he could, but it's, he's also still going to be the guy. I mean, if Newton signs a one, well, if Newton stays here for one year, which I don't think anybody thinks he's going to be here longer than that. I don't care if it's if he has a successful season this year, he's not going to be back the next year, in my opinion. He'll be he'll be I don't know someone stupid will maybe Cleveland will then come back with a massive offer and sign him to a stupid deal, but he. Stidham is still like he's still going to be viewed at as the guy after Brady. He was drafted by the team, developed by the team, and while he may not have been the next quarterback to take a snap for the Patriots, he's still going to be that guy, I think. And it should he should be pretty pissed if I if I were him right now sitting at home, I'd be pretty pissed that Bill Belichick just did this. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've I've heard people talk about this um today and like how does this move affect his competence and does it like as he said does it piss him off and you know maybe it does and maybe it's good it lights a fire under him if they had signed newton for like to a multi-year contract i could see how it would affect stidham's uh mentality because then it's more of a we don't believe in this kid he's you know years away we need someone now but to bring in a guy like newton on cheap money for one year to give Stidham, you know, another year behind a, a veteran quarterback. Uh, I don't know if that's the worst thing in the world. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, you know, for the past three or four months, the coaches and players have been hyping him up like he's going to be their starter. Um, and, you know, every, even the fan base was approaching the season like he was going to be the starter. So, you know, pulls the rug out from underneath him a little bit. But now it gives him some competition and a reason to, you know, come out and work his tail off in camp. So now that he's here, do we think he's a fit for this team, or is the team going to have to adapt its whole offense this late in the game with training camp just starting in a few weeks? Will they have to retool the offense to fit him, or can he slide into the McDaniels playbook? I think they'll have to. I think they'll both kind of have to adjust. I think the playbook was going to change anyway with Stidham, uh, because one of the things people have talked about that they love about Stidham is that he's more mobile than Brady is. And now you've got Cam Newton, who is, you know, obviously mobile, but one of the best to have, best mobile quarterbacks to ever do it. So, I mean, I think they could have already been retooling their playbook to around a, a more mobile quarterback, which will, you know, obviously kind of suit Newton's needs. But I wouldn't say they're going to revamp the entire playbook to, to fit Newton. I think there's going to be an adjustment on both sides. I'm 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 with you, but I think that the playbook might have to change more than Newton's going to have to change. Well, I only say that because what are the two biggest knocks on Brady? Can't run, and he has trouble throwing the deep ball. Those are two things that Cam Newton does not. Cam Newton can run, and he has a very good – well, had a very good arm. I guess we have to see coming off of surgery, but had a very good arm. So now, now the deep threat comes back into play, and, I mean, I, I think that you're going to have to adjust a little bit more more so for the playbook to adjust as opposed to the player because I don't think you should take away his arm or his feet from him because that's what that's what makes him as good as he was. He he had a great arm but he was not the most accurate quarterback. And and I think the Patriots short passing game that they've had relies a lot on timing and hitting the receiver in stride so that then the receiver can get the yards after the catch. Have you seen the video that's starting to, to starting to surface? I want to say it was Christian McCaffrey was on the team, so I want to say it had to have been the 2018 season, where they're at the line. He's like five six yards out of the uh, out of his own end. I mean, out from the end zone, so he's in the red zone. He's five six. He's on like the five or six yard line, and the defender calls out the play and says they're running that that wheel route. They're one, yep, running yep. that wheel, and he stares at him, points at him, and says. Uh, something along the lines of, oh, you've been studying film, watch this, and completes the pass to the player on the wheel route, and it was awesome. Awesome. Absolutely love it. So, I mean, that that's a, I mean, I understand that's one play, but that's a timing. Like, he can throw the timing ball, too, but I think his his strength is the is his feet and his arm, his, his deep ball. 
I think the number one thing is just going to be to see if he's healthy. I don't think they can just, you know, open up the whole playbook or whatever. They're going to have to see what works early on based on his health. Him running makes me nervous. The guy's taken a beating over his career. And I didn't realize this. He's younger than Russell Wilson. He's only 31 uh, years he's old. He's the same, same age as me. Yeah, he was born. He's actually, I think he's younger than me. Yeah, he's a few months younger than me. Yeah, so, I mean, he's he's still in his prime. So he, I just I just I just told you the names of the people in his draft class: AJ Green and uh, Julio Jones and JJ Watt. And these are um, who's the the left guard, the big or left tackle, the big one that the Patriots just let go to the Giants. Solder. No, no, not Solder. Maybe I'm wrong, but. It, it, the the players he's you're right he's still in his prime and the players that got drafted with him are also like he's in that class and it's a very 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 good class and they're all in the, the the cream of the cream of the crop of their career and he was so, the number one pick in the draft that year he was the number yeah you're right Patrick Peterson now I have it up in front of me so I can read them off like I'm super smart and uh, he was also the former Heisman winner Nate Solder was the tackle that 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 was the Patriots pick that year it was Nate Solder I mind you. Jake Locker also got drafted that year and playing Gabbard. So there was there was definitely some misses, but you know Mark Ingram, like the, he came out of a loaded class and he was the he was the Von Miller was the number two pick that year. So I mean it, that was a hell of a draft. I'm telling you, it, it it was a it was an extremely good draft and he came out of it. In in I mean I remember when, when watching those Auburn games and how electric he was in those games was unbelievable. And I don't even like college football. I don't really like football that much in general, but and college football even less. And this dude was electric. I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. I might buy a Patriots jersey this year, and it will be number one. That's if Pat, Pat Patriot gives it up. Okay. <laughs> I was setting James up. James, I want you to say – I want you to repeat what you said to the group last night. It, I, it's in the NFL rule book that the mascot can't have the same number as players. Uh-huh. And in what world – do you what is it? Planet fifty three? What what world do we live on? We live on Earth one. It's on we're it's on Earth fifty two where all the the weird things happen with James. <laughs> oh, okay. So like James signing trades in the NFL. That's on Earth. Oh 52. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Derek Carr is the is the next quarterback of the Patriots. Right. right that's right. Trade. That's right. Uh, Earth fifty two. Um, it, it, that's the same Earth that 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 uh, mascot won't give up his number to your starting quarterback. Like, why is that? I don't even can't believe that was even a thought in your brain. Like, how? Like, oh well, I don't know. If, I don't know if we can take one. <laughs> Pat the Patriots got it. Like, as what? As as a sports journalist, these are all news stories that I am thinking about. No, I understand. Yeah, why don't you write an article about how Pat the Patriots shouldn't give up number one? Um, you know, it's slow. Maybe that'll get. Maybe that'll get a lot of hits. I mean, there's not much to write about, so maybe that'll that'll he, get some. He shouldn't, because oh please. With, Fun fact, before Robert Kraft took over, Pat the Patriot wore number zero. Okay. Then Pat Pat the Patriot, the number one complaint that Robert Kraft had when he took over the team was change Pat Patriot's number. So he changed it to number one. And the rest is history. You know what he should change it to? Twelve. No, I don't think they'll do that. (laughs) No. Pat the Patriot should wear (laughs) twelve. Oh, Pat, the no, Patriots Pat. should wear 12. For the, yeah. for the 12th man on the team like Seattle has? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. talking yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cam Newton wore number two at Auburn. Maybe he'll go with that. No, I, if he wants number one, Pat, the Patriots should deliver it to him in a box with a bow and his stupid dumb head on it, too. Like, the, the mascot will never take the, the starting quarterback's number. That's asinine, crazy talk. I always think of one as a kicker number or the smallest kid on the Little League team. It's not a or quor- the number it's one not overall quor- pick. It's not a quarterback who's 6'5 and 250 pounds and can run a 4-5-40. Hey, in the game plan, the Rock wore number one, so... Oh, well. oh yeah, let's get even more delusional, and let's talk about a wrestler in an act in a movie. Yeah, that's let's let's get even more delusional. And he played for the Boston Rebels. Oh God, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we are probably the only people having this discussion. Right <laughs> no, now. yeah, no, you're not kidding. That's because James is the only one that would think of it like this. So you know, like, oh, I don't, you can't, can he wear one? I, I don't. What's Pat the Patriot gonna wear? Oh my God, I almost. Like I, you, I don't think you could sense my sarcasm strong enough via text. So I needed you to bring it up again so that we could so we could discuss it. Oh, I I do. I've known you for 90 years. Mm. I, 
Yeah, well. <laughs> if, if you've listened to our podcast lately, you know we have a habit of going off the rails, especially without not a lot of sports to talk about. So at least we kept it within the sport and the team. Like we, That's true. Like we didn't talk about That's Michael true. Keaton coming back as Batman. Mm, good point. Great point. Excellent point. Which is why those podcasts go two hours long. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I have another question. Will Patriots fans embrace Cam Newton and all his antics that he does on the field. The Superman opening up the shirt and the running running into the stands. We'll pay, you know, we've, we've been pretty vocal that we didn't like that and that we weren't big fans of his because of that. Are Patriots fans going to do a 180 on that now? Let me ask you a question before anybody answers that. Let me ask this question. We're going to get off the sport because we're going to go off the rails. Do all of you like Brad Marchand? Brad Marchand is the type of guy, if he plays for your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you hate him. I feel the exact same way about Cam Newton and his antics, and that's how Patriots fans are going to act it. The Superman thing, the running into the stands, will be acceptable because he's in a Patriots uniform, but when he was with the Panthers, he's a doofus dweeb. That, look, look at um, that is what that, that, that's my exact, that was my exact point in, in being Brad Marchand. And, and if, he's against, if you're playing against him, you hate him. If he's on your team, you love him. I feel like that's exactly – what Cam Newton, assuming he succeeds, assuming he's not a complete bust failure, that's going to be the exact same thing. And people like James will hate him for all of his antics and his funny outfits and post-game interviews and stuff. But as soon as he starts doing it here and he's winning here, it'll be acceptable. I, the Superman thing, that's cool. It pumps up. That, I had no problem. It was just his outfits. He looks like my Portuguese grandmother, so... That was my problem. But, I think Chris already stole that line in the article that he Portuguese did last night. Your Portuguese grandmother is 6'5", 245. No. And wears a hat with a feather? <laughs> you got a weird family, man. <laughs> I want to see that I want to see that family picture with James standing Seriously. next to his grandmother. <laughs> anyway, Derek, go ahead. Sorry. I, I actually have no issue with like Cam Newton's. I've always enjoyed watching him as a player and like the stuff on the field, the the celebration and dancing and all that. I I love that. I wish there was more of that in the NFL. As long as the, you're doing it, you know, at at the right time, you're not down, you know, thirty five to seven and you're celebrating touchdowns with two minutes ago in the fourth quarter. That, that's a great point, Derek. That, yeah, that could that could rub fans the wrong way, especially in this town. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, Michael, you're absolutely right. People will forget about his past now that he's got a, a Patriots jersey on. Assuming success, if he starts right. to, if he starts to, you know, suck and he fails, then obviously they'll boom. I mean, I feel like it was the same thing that happened with Antonio Brown. People were, I don't want Antonio Brown. I don't want Antonio Brown. He caught that touchdown pass. Everyone's, oh, I love Antonio Brown, and then everything happened. Oh, I hate Antonio Brown. So it was like, it, it's the same thing, and it's the way that it goes. The, um, I just had something on my on my brain, and I didn't, I didn't. Jump in. I should have. Well, oh, well, I lost my train of thought. Well, while you're trying to think of that, let me ask this question. Not really a question, more of a statement. Newton is really not an off-the-field problem like Antonio Brown was. I don't think he's a, pro no, no, a no, problem no, 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 in no. the locker room. So I think it's more the fans' perception of him. And I, I said this. I forgot to who, but I think he's more of a – the media made him as the villain more than the fans because – he was a leader in the Carolina locker room. There was, you know, where it all started. It honestly all started after. So if, if anything happens, like happened in the Super Bowl, where you could die for the ball, and he pulls up and doesn't do it, that won't fly here. That that like that kind of stuff won't fly here. And then after the game, the dude just lost just lost the Super Bowl, and he didn't want to answer questions. That's when the whole media thing all started. And he like, and the media kind of shunned him for not wanting to answer questions and and or whatever, which. I don't know if you guys know this, but your head coach does the exact same thing every single time. Win, lose, or I guess you can't draw. Well, I guess you can. Win, lose, or draw. Your quarter, your 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 coach does the exact same thing where he doesn't answer questions. So, you know that's that's a little like if, if that's your reasoning. If you want to talk about the outfits or whatever, fine. Like I get it. It's it's 
whatever. But it's it's his it's him expressing himself when you really can't express. You couldn't express yourself too much. Couldn't wear certain cleats and all this stuff. And the NFL was his way of doing it. And everybody look at look at the NBA. Like it, it's to me, it's the same thing as the guys that do it in the NBA. And it, it's fine. It doesn't matter. But you're right. He's, he's there's no off field issues. There's no you know he's not Tyreek Hill. He's not he's not Antonio Brown. He's not uh, Greg Hardy. Like he's he's just he's just he likes to dress up. Kyrie Irving. I've heard some. Kyrie Irving. Used, I've heard some people make that as an analogy too. Yeah, I heard that too. And you know what? Even if it is, even if it is another. So here's the difference between Cam Newton and Kyrie Irving. What did Kyrie Irving cost the Celtics while he was here? What did he Damn cost them? Suffering. Yeah, money wise, millions and millions of dollars. The max no. contract guy, right? Cam Newton's one million dollars. If it yeah. doesn't work, you cut him loose. It, it, that's nothing. It, 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 this is. It could be like Kyrie Irving. Okay, Kyrie Irving, yeah, sure, he tucked his tail between his legs. Still won. They still were pretty successful with Kyrie Irving, and he also cost him a boatload of money. This is not the same thing to me at all. Yeah, I don't get that vibe. Uh, like Kyrie always felt like he has to be like the smartest guy in the room. You just hear some of the interviews that he has and like some of the tangents he goes off on. I don't get that vibe from Cam Newton. He seems – like a more uh, like personable guy and will fit in the locker room without issues. Um, you know, going back to the the Super Bowl, the whole like not answering questions after a Super Bowl loss, I I don't I don't have any issues with that. Like, yeah, maybe it's in it's a poor look, but like you said, Belichick is not the the greatest loser, and it's got to be tough to lose you know the Super Bowl. So you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, not wanting to talk to the media, no issues with that. But his uh, like inability or unwillingness to dive for that fumble, that is going to be an image. That is the image that sticks with Cam Newton right now. And whether it's fair or not, that's that's what it is. I mean, he it wasn't just that he didn't dive for it. He like started to lean for it and then pulled back. So that that's the image that's stuck with Cam Newton for now until he changes it. Yeah, that's the image I certainly have in my head. But you talk about you know him not answering questions after losing the Super Bowl. Brady had more than his share of very quiet press conferences after losses. Not that they had that many losses, but last year he even had them after wins, where he just was not in a good mood and was not happy and was surly with the media. So yeah, but he doesn't do any wrong. So oh yes, he does. He does difference. now because he's in Tampa Bay. Oh, you mean yeah, the, the whole script has anymore. changed? Oh, weird. Hmm. Weird how that happens. Tom Brady also doesn't dress in really weird outfits or anything, does he? Like, that's never happened before. Unless he's going to the Kentucky Derby. Oh, oh What is it, weird. Saratoga? Saratoga Stakes? Is that another one that no, they get all dressed up no, for? No, 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 no. It's the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, and uh, Preakness. the Preakness. Saratoga Stakes is like, that's like something we would go to. I don't know. I don't go to any of those. Th- I don't go anywhere anymore anyway. I'm, I'm stuck in the house. That's fair. Good point. Great point. And there was some uh, Met Gala or something, too, that he got all yeah, dressed up. Yeah, dude dresses weird. Well, he's got a supermodel wife, so she gets some deals. Yeah, I would, I would say I would say Giselle probably dresses him weird more than Tom Brady dresses weird, but still. Uh, the dude wears Uggs. Um, <laughs> that's not Giselle. Do you think she lays his clothes out on the bed and says, Tom, that is what you are wearing today? She doesn't. She probably has somebody do it for oh, okay. her, but she doesn't do it. She probably has the right of, right of approval, though. Right, correct. Yeah, has to go through yeah. her. Yeah, the dude wears Uggs. The dude kisses his son on the mouth. Like he's a weird dude, man. I hate to tell, I hate to tell you, he's a weird dude. And he's not wearing well, a mask down in Florida, which is the epicenter for the coronavirus right now. So I'm done with him. He's he's up, he's up there in age too. He better be careful. He's he's almost into the <laughs> high risk group. Oh no, better, no, he sells oh. some special water that makes him immune. Yeah, right? right, that's and, true. And Fifty bucks yep. a pint. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. How fast we turn. <laughs> hey, I've been this way for 15 years, <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> uh, 20. He's been on the team 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't really care too much in the first five. I was like, I don't know what, 11 uh, when he when he or 12 when he took over. I'll give you but... that. You were consistent on it. And now it's yep. and now it's finally paying off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, head of the curve. President of the anti-Tom Brady crew. <laughs> I Mike's just driving the duck all by himself while people are trying to jump on. <laughs> and I'm, it's finally, yeah, I'm zooming past him. 
Derek, Derek just calmly throws in and I still love him. <laughs> He's brought me so much joy in my life. We'll probably see as many of his games this year as, as normal. I'm sure they'll all be piped up here. If not, they'll be on, yeah, if not, yeah, they'll I mean, be on Red Zone. Tampa's got a ton of primetime games. And I'll tell you this. I'll watch the same amount of Tampa Bay Buccaneers games this year as I did last year. <laughs> Zero. Uh, that's going to be a curiosity factor there in the beginning. especially see how, for me. Especially him and Gronk. See what Gronk's got left. I'll watch the highlights. They'll have it all in the background while you're playing. Mm-mm. You're going to have to because we're going to have to be we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. That's you guys, not you me. Gotta, I'm, not on, know I'm not on the fire of the muskets. <laughs> no, but on, on the on the mothership, yeah, the right, flagship. Fine. You gotta you gotta know yeah, these yeah. things. Gotta... Listen, I don't need to watch a game in order to dislike the man. I can I have plenty of material. <laughs> I can just keep going. Like I, I've got it stored up for 20 years. Like I I can just I don't even have to watch. I can just just keep throwing up new material as I go. He's got a whole file cabinet right you? next to his desk with material. I it, I didn't expect to talk about Tom Brady this much for this one, but here we are. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. We just can't help it. They signed a new quarterback. We're still talking about Tom Brady. So I'm I don't know. No, seriously, I'm I'm really really excited to see to see him play in a Patriots uniform. Like I, I pumped, 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 pumped. I'm hoping hoping he's healthy, and I'm pumped to see it to see it. I I agree. It's it's it brought me joy for football this year. Like to me, when you play, I know I understand real life is not video games. I get it. Don't. Don't judge me. Well, when you get when you buy Madden and you have the Patriots, the first thing I always did was trade Tom Brady. Sorry, Derek. First thing I always did was trade Tom Brady because I wanted myself a mobile quarterback, and usually it was Cam Newton that I would go get. So I would just create my guy. Oh God. And then cut Tom Brady because that cap hit was too much. That's even worse. All right. Anyway, <laughs> would it surprise anybody if he gets cut and doesn't make the team? Honestly, no. But I'll be sad. And that's why I said it's like an ultimate low-risk, high-reward because they've been, well, at, at least to us on the outside, it, they have been preparing to start the season with Jarrett Stidham. You know, supposedly this deal with Cam Newton has been in the works for a while, but from the outside it looks like they've been preparing for to have Stidham as a starting quarterback. So you bring in Newton, cheap money. If he doesn't work out and he's, you know, a shell of himself, you let him go and you're right back to where you were expecting to be at the start of the year. Like, it's not like when they bring in guys like Josh Gordon or Antonio Brown that are meant to be focal points of the offense. And at any point in the season, they could, you know, get cut or get suspended, whatever the case may be. And now you're left with a hole on the team. I mean, Cam Newton is here. It's it's almost like a bonus it's just to see what he can do. And if he can perform you know, as he has in previous seasons, awesome. If he's not up to, to par, then you roll with Stidham. Do you think do you think Belichick offered him this deal a while ago and Newton maybe kinda laughed it off or said, No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna get an actual deal, actual offer, and then waited and waited and waited and waited and never got that deal and, and then and then came back and was like, Okay, I guess I'll take it or do you think this is something that just happened over the last I don't know, few days, weeks, whatever it might be. So I bet they've probably had conversations. Now, whether he can't, I don't know if Belichick would have offered him a million dollars at the start of free agency. I feel like might have been a little insulting, but maybe he was like, hey, you know, we, we have some interest in you at the right price. You know, if, at, if in a couple months you don't get the if offers aren't out there, you know, we'll reconnect and we'll work something out. You know, I know we all laughed at the Patriots when Andy Dalton signed to be a backup in Dallas. Uh, well, actually, I guess really not really the backup yet. But, you know, assuming Dak shows up and plays and signs his tender or whatever. I don't even know what his situation is exactly. But I think he did sign. We his, all laughed. He, he did sign his tender. So yep. we all we all laughed like Haha, the Patriots are so stupid. They let Andy Dalton go to the, be a backup and blah, blah, blah. Got Cam Newton for even less. Like they, it's just like it's unbelievable how this worked out for them. I mean, even if he's not healthy, still the way it worked out. It's 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 really really incredible. I feel like on, this would only happen to Belichick and Kraft, like like truly. So I have a question for everybody. With this type of deal, do you see this as like a a new common norm in the NFL? 
No. Because we still got uh, Clowney, still a free agent. Do you see him taking a lesser deal with incentive base to at least get his name out there so then he can cash in for a bigger deal? <clears throat> we see it in baseball. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We, we've been seeing that in baseball for years. Yes. And this is, this is like, to me, this is the first marquee name that did it in the NFL. Well, no, because didn't Brady do an incentive-based deal for the last couple years? Like, I don't think – I don't – so I think this is just a perfect storm. This is a perfect scenario where Newton didn't play last year. I mean, he played two games. He didn't really really play last year. He's coming off an injury. One of the better, bigger-name franchises in the league needs a quarterback. Like, that. this isn't something that just happens all of the time. And this is a perfect opportunity for him to rehabilitate himself, for him to – to prove that he is still a, a good quarterback and play at an elite level and then go and sign and go and sign another bigger deal. Like this to me, I think is, is more of a, uh, a, a victim of circumstance or, or a scenario that is just worked out perfectly for both sides. I mean, let's not act like this isn't a great deal for Cam Newton either, because it is, I understand he's, he, he isn't making as much money as he maybe could have, but now you get to, you know, you get to be the quarterback under the best coach of all time. And you get to you get to rebuild yourself for a year, and then you can go and sign another contract. Well, this is a good deal for both sides. Do you think if he does have a good year, and the Patriots will have a ton of cap space to open up, assuming things get somewhat back to normal? Because, and that's another factor I think is for this for this year is there's a lot of uncertainty uh, economic wise with the virus, and you're probably looking at no fans in the stands for at least most of the year. So I think that kind of factors into some, why some of these free agents are still out there not signing long-term deals. But if Newton does come in and has a really good year and fits with the team, do you see them offering him a long-term deal and him staying? Do you think that's a possibility, or do you think he'll he'll blow town and, and just go for the biggest contract he can get? I could see them offering him a long-term deal, but I definitely think he would go somewhere for more money. I guess it depends on how well this season goes. Like if they, you know, lose in like the AFC Championship, or he some, he gets them to the Super Bowl and they lose in the Super Bowl, maybe he would sign a, a long term deal here, knowing that he's so close to a a championship. But if he, you know, has a good season, they get to like the divisional round or just get a playoff appearance, I think he would he'll go where the money goes or where the money is. I think it would have to be a it would have to be a perfect season or near perfect season. You're right, like just just fall short. Everything works out. The media loves him. He can be himself to to a degree because I don't think he's as quiet and 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 uh, I don't want to say off putting because that's not the right word as as tight lipped as the Patriots would like him to be. And so I mean he still kind of needs to be himself in order to have fun because now everything coming out Brady and all and and Gronk blah 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 it's not fun to play here like I I think that's like he he needs to be able to have fun and be able to be somewhat of himself and be successful like I just think it ha- it, it it has to be a perfect storm in order for him to to be here longer than just next year and I don't really see that happening because if it goes too perfect he'll get a massive deal somewhere else. <clears throat> James, any thoughts on that? I can see James on, I, on the video, and he's just, like, deep in thought. He's, yeah, like, holy, he's like, holy crap, maybe I should give up my spot to Mike because he's bringing so much knowledge to the table here. Holy. No, I was just allowing you to speak. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you never get a word I in edgewise. I, 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 I regretted that decision. Um... <laughs> I, he took the lesser deal because the Patriots are financially strained with their money. Now, I agree with Derek and Mike. If if they get to that Super Bowl and fall short or could even win it, I'm, I'm pulling a Maddie D. Take it easy. Yeah, no pulling, way. I'm pulling a Maddie D positivity. Um, then, yeah, I see him maybe working out a deal because – he has a team that believes in him. But if it's divisional round and out or wild card round and out, he's not coming back. And then it could potentially be Stidham's team or 
we find another agent quarterback that wants to sign a one-year deal, and we'll do that until. Yeah, because that's how I want to live. That's how I want to live my life. So if he has if he has a good enough year that puts you out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, and now you're right back in the same boat you were. Yeah, it kind of screws you if he has a good season and then bails. But I mean, I feel like that's the you know short short term uh, short term solutions here. That's that's I mean that's what you're what you're looking at for the Patriots for the next while. You knew you were out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes as soon as he signed. Because he gives you, like, well, no, because he still has to, he still has to, he still has to be healthy. He still has to get through camp. He still has to, first of all, we have to have a season. And I mean, we still, yeah. we, you still have, like, there's still a lot of unknowns. It's not even his, it's not even his, his, uh, his job yet. I mean, it, it, yes, it looks like it's, it looks like it's that way. But he still has to come in, be healthy. He still has some, some things he has to pass before, you know, he's on the team. And who, I mean, who knows? There, there's still so many unknowns, but. I mean, obviously, a healthy Newton gives you a better – get you out of the out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. I think you're out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes just because you have Bill Belichick as your coach. He is not going to tank yeah. the season. Right. Yeah, well, with Stidham, he might not have had a choice. I don't think he would have chose to tank, but that's a different different conversation for a different day. All right. Any, uh, any final thoughts on Cam Newton? I'm good for now. I'll think of some more. Not if we wrap up. Good point. You still <laughs> have a whole nother, You still have a small topic to talk I about. I do, though, I so. do. But before I moved on, I, I want to just want to see if we're done talking about Newton. And we do have the main show where we can always just go back to this topic. Later. Oh, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. So one other yeah. piece of Patriots news dropped last night, and the NFL finally handed down the penalties for the Patriots videotaping the Cincinnati Bengals sidelines. And uh, it kind of got dwarfed in the news by the Cam Newton signing. But I, I think these uh, penalties are rather substantial. $1.1 million in club fines. They lost their third-round pick in the 2021 draft, which, by the way, if Newton does play on the team all year and then leaves, they get a compensatory third-round pick for him leaving. So <laughs> didn't that work out very well? Mm. Uh, the production crew cannot go to any games in the 2020 season to do any filming. Um, and there, some guy, David Mondillo, was suspended uh, from the team pending an NFL investigation. He was suspended by the team. By the team? By the team, yes. By the team, so which makes him the scapegoat, and he did the wrongdoing, and blah, 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 blah. The only thing that pissed me off about this was the timing. That's it. Other than that, I mean, 1.1 mil, steep, sure, but you know what? Eh, when you do something wrong 700 times, you and your your penalties are going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. Well, I think that's it. First I think time, that's exactly it. The first time you steal, uh, you might you might get a slap on the wrist. The second time, you might get probation. The third time, you're going to prison. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way it goes. It escalates. Your fines get bigger. Your your it just that's what happens. But no suspension of any coaches or, or anything like that. Which that's because it probably wasn't that serious. It probably wasn't that big of a deal. And if it were any other team, they probably would have got a, a stern a stern speaking to. But after 20 years of the same crap over and over and over, that's what you, that's when you lose money. I mean, what's a million dollars to them? Seriously. But it, it I mean that's that the only thing that made me mad about this whole thing was the timing. Like it's like oh this big news drops and then you're like oh yeah by the way, Patriots still cheated or attempted to break the rules. Like that's the only thing that pissed me off. It was like kind of like a smack in the face from the league to me. Well, they probably it's like here Cam Newton and it's well it didn't work. It didn't work in the league's favor because nobody's really talking about it because the Cam Newton news is so much bigger. But but it's like still I said in the group chat yesterday. No 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 it's not it's not a PR move. There's no PR move there. It was the league's attempt to to knock down the Patriots in in that news. And it just didn't work. So you think that was the league that put it out at that time yeah. to take away from the Patriots well, who, news of signing Newton? Yeah. Or, I mean, who else would have rather released than it the Patriots time? waiting? Think the Patriots released it themselves waiting, rather than waiting for the pay the Patriots waiting to announce the signing of Newton to offset the bad PR from the fines. No, I don't think so. I, th I think that I think that I mean, it could have just been a, a perfect storm, but it's odd that two major pieces of news get released at eight o'clock on a Sunday night. Like that's what like what? What? And, and I think the Patriots had the deal done and the league was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we wrapped up our stuff, too. 
Like, you think Goodell was hanging out and, and ready to release a, a statement at 8 o'clock on a Sunday? He was drinking red wine in his bubble bath at that time. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Does he have a bubble bath right off to the side of down in the basement? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's in the basement. That's a little weird. The basement that, That's a little the basement that Portnoy will never visit? Yeah. Yeah, Portnoy was going to take a bubble bath while watching the game, so we had it installed. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. You don't, no, you I mean, don't get they, this they, kind they, of news just everywhere, people. Yeah. Speculation? No. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but they got the blueprint right here. Yeah, seriously. No, no, but in all, I do think I don't think it was the Patriots trying to cover up this. I think it was the league. Like I mean the the Cam Newton news came out first, right? So I think that the I think that the, the Patriots got the deal done and the I'm sure Newton's agent or someone from the Patriots told Schefter and Schefter got out of his bubble bath and tweeted it out. And then, and then Goodell was like, Oh crap. Yeah. By the way, here you go. That's I mean, that's what I think it was. I actually think the NFL was trying to, to bury it because people might view these fines as not that substantial for a team like the Patriots who has uh, like repeat instance or repeat, repeat offender. I mean, I don't think it was a serious uh, like violation anyway, but People are going to hear the term, you know, taping signals and Patriots and assume it's, you know, Spygate 2.0. And yeah, but when this stuff came out, like it was it, it seems like, like I said, if it was any other team, I don't even think there would have been a fine. I don't think there would have been a, a, a draft pick taken yeah. away. But, but I because it's the Patriots, then it, I, I like I, to me, it, if it's true that they were doing it for a commercial or for the do your job, whatever, the documentary or whatever, and they they yeah. they get yeah. they get hit for a million, they lose a pick and the guy gets suspended or whatever it is. That's that is kind of a lot for something that was done for a documentary or a commercial or whatever, which I'm sure happens all the time. But because it's the Patriots, they, they made a, it was a bigger deal than what it actually was. But I could be wrong. Derek could be right. He's probably right. He's smarter than me. He's probably right. I I agree with Derek. I oh, never mind, Derek. You're definitely no, wrong. Yeah. You're definitely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, I when I read the fines, I not I thought they were just watered down fines, like a million dollars. Yes, for us, a million dollars is a lot, but that's one Sunday with fans and beer. Yeah, but you don't have this year. That's what that's what they're gonna make in Cam Newton jerseys at the pro shop. I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Third round pick. They're give me that new. Fun. Give me that new fresh with the stripe, the color rush one with the stripe. Nice number one on it. Maybe even like a Superman, like a different, like maybe like the white jersey built into it, so he can rip it open. And oh, I can't wait. Maybe maybe we no. ought to put those on uh, our website. Hashtag buy merch. Yeah. Hashtag buy merch. Hashtag buy merch. Um, but, yeah. And the, the third round pick, the Patriots can trade their second for four third rounds and be fine. Like, to me, the fine, the whole punishment was just the NFL didn't know what to do. And they're just like, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get that third round pick back when Cam Newton leaves after this season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wonder if if the Newton, you know, if the Newton news didn't break and this news about the fines came out and people were actually talking about it. I'm just curious what people outside of New England would think of the fines, if they were enough or not enough. And I my sense is that people outside of New England would think it's not enough. And the NFL was just trying to bury this this story. How long do you think it's going to be before one of these? incidences leads to Belichick getting some suspension. And maybe maybe I've watched too much Sopranos while we're on lockdown, but I just see him as the type that he never puts anything in an email, he never gets recorded on the phone, he just distances himself completely <laughs> from giving any orders on these things so they can never trace it back to him. 100%. He's the godfather. 100%. What? That's my Sopranos reference. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, he's 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 not going to take the fall for it because he's he's the mastermind. I mean, isn't that kind of how it works? Like the guy who's the guy who's smart enough to develop the plan is also smart enough to not get caught. Like that. That's that's I mean, except for Charles Manson, I guess. But that's that's the way that it goes. Right, and he probably knows that ever since Spygate, if another if he gets linked to another scandal, he's probably you know, got a, a heftier suspension coming his way. So he's, and he's always the smartest man in the he, room. He's so going to get the, he knows what he's doing. He's going to get the Sean Payton treatment. 
if he gets if he gets one of these tied to him. A hundred percent, But then again, his, his career might just be over at that point anyway. He might just retire. But right. I, I, I don't know. I'm I guess agree to disagree on the fines, and maybe that'll be a good poll question, James. Do we think the fines yeah. were too light or or too heavy or I don't know however however you want to word it, but that might be a good poll question. Yeah, I'll put it on the poll. Put it on the gram. Put it on Twitter. Put it on all our social media. Put it on TikTok too. Do we have TikTok now? I don't no. even know what TikTok. Is. God, I hope. I don't not. even know what TikTok <laughs> is. I'm, I'm too, although I saw that Papa John's, the guy who, you know, Papa John, the pizza guy. I heard he. I heard yep. he's on TikTok now, which is the official sign that TikTok is over when somebody like that gets involved with it. You know, it's always been for kids, and now when some old guy gets on there, it's done. So, Kind of like this podcast. Oh, got him! Yikes. No, that's, or Papa that's John. Only when Happy the, Father's Day to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's only when the CEO goes on. All right, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, this is under an hour. I don't know if I can do a podcast under an hour anymore. Good, because I'm hungry and um and you got and you got stuff to do and I got stuff to do. All right. Any final words on anything, any topic? We can go off the rails. Any final words? Um, buy our USA merch. Can you elaborate on that, James? We have three shirt collections out there, um, in our store. It's uh, USA themed. I had a lot of fun creating them. Um, we have the gold bar, we have the basic logo, and then we have, I don't even know what we call the third one, but the red and gold bar. They're awesome looking. They're on our website, in our store. Go check them out. Also, we got new hats out, too. So go buy merch. Hashtag buy merch. And where would people find those if they were looking for them? www.bostonsportsyndicate.com Click the store. All right. Derek, any final thoughts? I'm just, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this Cam Newton thing works out. Uh, I hope he's healthy enough to be on the field because, as Michael has said uh, throughout the podcast, he's such an electric and entertaining player on the field. And he really is to me. I think, I think he's a likable guy. And I think if he is motivated and healthy and he's a Patriots starting quarterback a lot of people are going to realize that maybe you know their opinions of him are going to change that maybe the media might have painted him in a poor light because I really think he's a a a very likable character have they uh come out with any start date for training camp has it changed at all usually it's sometime in mid-July but I haven't heard any dates on when camp's going to start um it's going to start as normal mid-July, but no fans are allowed to go. Okay. That's all. That's all information I I've been seeing. They haven't really gave an actual start date. I think it's actually going to be late July, maybe. I know they've canceled but, the Hall of Fame game. Yes, that was canceled. Just cancel the whole preseason. It's useless. Or at least July twenty-eighth. Camp starts July twenty-eighth. It just actually been released by... You can hold up your cell phone to the camera. I cannot read it. (laughs) Nor can our listeners see it. Yeah. Well, the NFL advised teams that training camps are expected to begin as scheduled on July 28th with rookies and selected players permitted to report earlier. All right. So we'll know a lot more by then. Maybe, well, that'll be right about the time for another Fire the Muskets podcast. Yeah. All right. Michael, any uh, final thoughts that do not involve your hatred of Tom Brady? Nope. I uh, I think I'm good. And you know what? I know it's off topic, but I'm ready for baseball to get going. And I'm shocked it's the first sport to return, but at least we'll have some sports. It'll be good to talk about just regular sports. That's for sure. Good to talk about anything other than viruses. Absolutely. Yep. All right. I agree. Also, thank you for having me on to join your show. Well, it was our pleasure, even despite you slamming me for being old. It only took three tries for me to connect on the Skype call, so I guess I deserved it. 
All right, so let me uh, just take care of a little business here. Check out all our great articles at www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. You can also find our merch there in the merch, merch store, hashtag buy merch. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Boston Sports Sin. That's S-Y-N. And check us out on Facebook, Boston Sports Syndicate. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Derek, James, Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for listening to us. And wear your mask. I have one more thing oh, to say before on, we go. Oh, come on. I just did the perfect ending. I'm never going to hit that Doesn't again. Doesn't matter. One more thing to oh, say. Man. One more thing to say. a chance. One more thing. All, all right. right. Take all it right. easy. This will right. help you, too. Okay. All right. This will be the last the last podcast that airs before the 4th of July. 4th of July is a big day for our family. Obviously, it's the birth of it's uh, America, but it's also the birthday of our number one fan, my mother, your wife, Debbie. So happy birthday, Mom. Suck up. Happy birthday, Mama T. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we'll catch you later. Wear your mask. Boston Sports Syndicate. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate provided by IMCDM and Jay Kelly.